0: Open the laptop to type I put my name into Skype Some blog we're going to hype And now they're on the pod We're talking football and things Happening in wrestling rings But you just ask which one sings You're listening to the pod Don't tell your parents Vandenberg killed the Barons Is it time to fire parents com at baby You're listening to A Sonic Bomb Blast of stats and dick jokes. Black Heart Gold Podcast. Totally amateurish. Not even broadcast. Sometimes in Spanish. Black Heart Gold Podcast. You hear the ice cubes. In our rocks glass. We don't even edit. Black Heart Gold Podcast. There aren't that many words. That rhyme with podcast. Let's start the interview. Black Black Heart Gold Podcast.
1: Black Heart Gold Podcast, episode 88, the crazy 88. Ross uh, joining us along with uh, with Mike Brees from uh, the Red and Black Attack, the Northern Illinois blog on SB Nation. First, Ross, what's going on? I am ready for football. That's what's going on. Well, you're in luck, 48 hours. Yes. Until, what, like Indiana, Indiana State? Uh, things off.
2: something like that. I just know yeah. Leech is on Thursday night, which is the only thing that matters. Right. Uh,
1: and as I, as I just mentioned five seconds ago, uh, we are joined by Mike Brees from Red and Black Attack. Uh, Mike, welcome to the HateCast for week one. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to steal something that I learned from Dan Harmon, uh, on, on Harmontown's podcast and say that uh, this week's podcast is sponsored by Adidas. Uh, we're going to do that for free until Nike gives us money. Adidas. <laughs> the, official, the official shoes of, of Black Heart Gold podcast. My Adidas shoes are so comfortable. How about you, Ross? I love my Adidas shoes. They're incredible. Just, okay. Let's talk about some football, finally. Uh, Northern Illinois, 11-3 and last year. Uh, that's back-to-back. uh eleven win seasons for the, the Huskies. Um but but losing a lot of a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Bring back a lot of the defense though. Um uh, Mike, uh new new quarterback, new offensive coordinator, new everything. What should we expect from the Northern Illinois offense?
2: Um offensively, yeah, you're right. We lose a lot of guys from last year, but um there's a lot of upside to this team we're keeping most of the same offense. Uh, we're bringing in uh, Mike Dunbar. He used to coach uh, Northwestern for sure. a few years. But, we're, yeah, we're going to be keeping the same kind of spread spread offense. Uh, there on the offensive line is going to be the biggest issue. We, we did have one starter returning, but he just broke his leg just a little bit ago. Logan okay. Premium at the center. So, it's all new starters on the offensive line might be, might be a little – like a little tough up front. Uh Quarterback, we've got uh Jordan Lynch. He's been going to be the starting guy after hopefully he can hold the torch up that Chandler Harnish. Been an amazing year last year. But other than that, um, in the backfield, there's a, basically a stable of running backs. No one guy is really a, standing out too much, but there's fast guys – Keen Daniels is named the starter right now. He's more of like the speed back, more of like the third down guy. But like they released their depth chart today, and there's like five running backs on it. So
1: uh, (laughs) we don't even have five running backs on our team. (laughs) Yeah, right.
2: It's like the complete opposite. You guys can borrow some running backs (laughs) if if you want. Uh, (laughs) Um,
1: Jordan Lynch takes over as starting quarterback. Uh, Not a ton of experience. Mm -hmm. 20 attempts, 156 yards last season. Replacing Harnish, who was responsible for 4,600 yards total offense last year, mm-hmm. um, Harnish ran for 1462. Are we gonna see any any running from Lynch, or is he more of a drop back guy?
2: Lynch is an interesting guy. When he was in the games last year, he just mostly ran the ball. He started passing a lot, like towards the end of the season. But high school he came from to Mount Carmel, like he's basically like a goal side running back. He's been away, I mean, he's he's a pretty good passer, but uh, he might be pretty inconsistent starting off, but eventually I'm I'm pretty confident he'll he'll find his groove. It's just a matter of getting things going early on.
1: He's got a couple returning receivers with some uh some serious uh uh experience. Martel Moore is back who mm-hmm. so I think was leading receiver last year. Uh Perez Ashford, and I got to I got to give Northern Illinois credit here. They're the only two they're the only two guys who are legitimately named Perez in the entire planet uh, playing for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Perez Ashford and Perez Ford. Really, there's just uh, an ash yeah. in the middle of the <laughs> one. It might actually be the same person. Um, uh, but uh, is this going to be? You obviously you said it's going to be kind of the same sort of attack, or we're going to see uh, mm-hmm. typical of Northern Illinois four wide.
2: Yeah, yeah, they. I saw the four white system when Dorn came in with Matt Canada, who's now Wisconsin. So, yeah, they're just keeping the same system. Receivers, a uh, position I'm really, really excited about this year. Got, yeah, two returning starters and just, it's really deep with a bunch of guys. that are speedy, young guys, um, really confident in receivers and uh, some t- also the tight ends are, are a pretty, pretty strong group.
1: Uh, who will be that? Who will be the starting tight end? Do you think is it, it Shepler?
2: Oh yeah, starting tight end should be Shepler. He's been resting because uh, every like every other day in practice because he's coming back from an ACL injury. But he'll be he'll be the starter, and yeah, they just got a bunch of other young guys coming up in that in that position as well. Lukey because he's a sophomore. A bunch of a bunch of playmakers. They definitely have the skill positions at receiver. You uh, got Tommy Lee Lewis who returned two kickoff returns in, in one game for touchdowns last year. Got a lot of speed, so I'm I'm really excited about the, the on the outside.
1: So um and on the, the defense, or excuse me, the offensive line, you mentioned that uh the Tegram broke his leg. He had twenty two of the twenty
2: four
1: <laughs> incoming career starts on that, that line. Uh is there anything to go from here? I obviously Jared Volks got a little bit of of experience, but it looks like it's a pretty raw, pretty raw group.
2: Yeah, uh, actually, on the Ross on the depth chart right now, uh, Jared looks like backup on right guard. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, it's, it's all all new guys. All the interior guys, left guard and ten. right guard are all redshirt freshmen. So it, it should be it should be interesting. I mean, Coach Thorne's pretty pretty. Uh, he sounds optimistic about. About the offensive line so far, so it should be really interesting to see how they perform against Iowa. But I mean, it is a decent defensive line, I think. But you
1: know, yeah, you're, I mean, you're being generous. Yeah, I,
2: I mean, <laughs> not this year. Below below average for Big Ten, so it should be a really interesting matchup. Probably the most intriguing matchup, I think, of the entire game.
1: And then on the defensive side of the ball, it's almost a 180. There's there's a lot of uh, returning experience um uh two defensive ends uh and one defensive tackle on the front mm-hmm. uh obviously uh progar's the 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 start this the uh, straw that serves mm-hmm. the drink there he and baxter right. um, is first off for for those who haven't watched a lot of n i u football um what's the general uh a scheme is it is it three four is it four three do they blitz a lot do they sit back in coverage what do we what do we need to know?
2: It's it's pretty much a standard four three attack. Uh, they've been picking up on the, on the blitzing for the most part and uh, yeah and it's just doran has got a big like fingerprint on I mean, the Wisconsin teams a few years ago I mean they're pretty much like hold hold steady and just don't give up. So just don't give up the big play. So that's pretty much what their their mantra so far. So I've just been trying to think of the blitzing I've heard a lot of stories in the off season. I'm trying to do that, be more aggressive with especially with all the experience I have, like coming back this year.
1: Yeah, between uh, between that that line and then the linebackers, uh, Schiller graduates. Who I think was the leading tackler, but um, Butler and Clark are back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, I, I think I read that Bass was going to take the third spot, although I could be wrong about that. Um, uh, So there, there's three guys with some pretty serious experience playing linebacker who can all, all contribute. Is that right?
2: Yeah, in terms of linebacker, actually Butler got kicked off the team.
1: Oh, well, there some, you
2: go. Some party incident, so
1: <laughs>
2: I like all the positions. Oh, that's that.
1: right. Yeah. I'm sorry, the exquisitely named Victor Jacques.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. With your talk, he's he's been he's like a fifth year senior. Haven't has never seen too much playing time, but he's listed at the top right now a middle linebacker. That's the definitely the weakest position on the team, I believe. But we've got both returning starters on both sides and we'll also be looking to play like a lot of uh I think nickel defense and then they just take the
1: middle back around. We've got a lot of depth, like, on the outside, too. So, And then we yeah. have – yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Go go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I was going say, you've got – <laughs> well, we'll edit. It's okay. I was going to say, you've got uh, basically eight of the top nine uh, defensive backs that you had last year all coming back, aside from uh, Davis, who I don't think was that <laughs> contributor.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, I think this kind of fell uh, away from his starting position towards uh, toward the end of the season. They, yeah, defense started off really slow last year with a bunch of new new guys, but definitely got it together. And with all the return, the entire second is returning on defense, and I believe it's the strongest position on on the team. Rashawn Melvin is a really excellent corner. I I wouldn't want to def- throw it in his direction at all. And, yeah, safeties are pretty dynamic. They had a bunch of, like, turnovers. And it should be really, really interesting to see what happens with um, Iowa trying to pass against against the secondary.
1: You mentioned before that uh, uh, Mike Dunbar is coming in uh, as, as the new offensive coordinator. Um, Jay Neiman, your defensive coordinator, uh, how long has he been there?
2: Jay Neiman, he's been there since – uh, last year when Doran took over. He okay. previously was yeah, was a coach in D three. But um yeah, he's just playing um most of his, Doran's schemes for the most part. There was some there was some lapses like last year we thought, you know uh, it wasn't going good, but they made some personal challenges and they really really definitely improved towards the end of the season and uh definitely it won the Mac and it was it was just a good situation for him and the defense last year. <laughs>
1: What do, you, what do you think of the, the chances of Northern Illinois repeating once again as MAC champion? The, the conference looks a little bit down. They've lost coaches, as the MAC usually seems to do, but uh, there is a bit of a rebuild here.
2: Yeah, it's a definitely a possibility. I, there's no real, real strong teams in the West Division that use in. So if if they just keep it together and they gel, and the offensive just lines and the rest of the offense just keeps it going. They could, they, they definitely have a chance at going and to get into the MAC championship, but they, you just, you just never know, really. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah it is, it is, it's called Maxon for a reason. No one has any idea what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Um, how, how bad will they beat Kansas on September 22nd? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that, that should be an interesting game because, yeah, last year I bet they were probably upset with their performance. They just let Kansas run all over them on on D and tried putting up enough points, but yeah, especially when they're the first BCS team to come to Husky Stadium since Maryland in 2003, so they'll definitely be up and ready for for that game for sure.
1: Obviously there's been a lot of turmoil in college football, you know, conference-wise. Not a whole lot in the MAC, though. Everybody's kind of stayed put. I think Temple left, but otherwise things are are looking pretty stable. Um, If you had your druthers, if if Northern Illinois was going to make a move, where would you want them to go to?
2: If they were to make a move, probably the most – I guess the most logical thing would be to join the Big 12, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> if if they were to make any sort of move.
1: Offensively, it would make the most sense.
2: Yeah, yeah. offensively. <laughs> They're kind geogra- of
1: running the same thing already,
2: yeah. Geographically, um, I mean, yeah, it's always been like, hey, we could join the Big 12. We can beat, beat their teams occasionally, so –
1: yeah, you'd already be better than
2: Iowa State. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: love uh, Ross, go ahead.
2: So are you going to be at the game on Saturday? Or uh, I'm actually not going to be at the game. I live out of town. No, it's so, out of state. So. Gotcha. Yeah, is there anything cool. any of the Iowa fans that are going to the game should know about the uh, Northern Illinois? If they'll be handling the, you know, game presentation, I guess. So is there any particular uh, – things you're known for or anything like that? Any traditions or chants or stuff like that? The red and black chants, red and black, we're in that a bunch. Uh, and a lot of drinking, and hopefully we uh, we can match up <laughs> with the, <laughs> the amount of Iowa fans that were there in 2007, I definitely had that game and there's just... Uh, we're going we're gonna to try and rally, rally everybody and see if we can match up with all the Iowa fans. The Bold statement. Yeah. <laughs> for
1: for for what's supposed to be a home game. <laughs> That's a bold statement. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, before we – or uh, I'll let you go on this one. Uh, uh, gun to your head, what's your prediction for Saturday as uh, uh, final score?
2: Uh, in my opinion, it's going to be – not a pretty good game. I think both teams are going to struggle offensively. And see, it's going to be low scoring, probably around – in the teens, I go. I put the Huskies up a field goal. Probably, I'll go sixteen thirteen. Huskies.
1: Oh, old move, <laughs> bringing the hate. I see how that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Mike, we uh, we have to hate you for the next four or five days, but we appreciate you coming on the show and uh, remind everybody they can catch your your excellent work at Red and Black Attack. Thanks, bud.
2: All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks.